an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Bevan. And I'm Brittany. Welcome to Be My Neighbor. Our neighborly duties are to provide real-life solutions and practices that elevate and inspire, but also remind us to not take it all too seriously. We're real-life neighbors that quickly learn that you simply cannot do it on your own, living in a competitive and fast-paced environment like New York City. Each week, we invite you into the apartment along with our metaphorical and literal neighbors to share advice on how we get through this thing called life. We don't just share the sugar. We serve up the real tea. From navigating relationships to building a career, we want you to recognize and embrace the best version of you. We want you to know that you're crazy is okay. And that you're definitely not alone. Our door is always open. And we want you to know, we've We've got got your back. back. to come together because it's been a while where it's just been you and me, Bev. I just really (laughs) miss the hell out of your face. I know. I didn't realize how much I would miss you because I always took for granted you being just next door and being able to barge right into your apartment whenever I needed something or even knowing more when you guys were showering. Yeah. Leaving. Going to bed. All the the things. Lights are off. So yeah, it's definitely been really different for us. And I think it took us a second too to get into the mode of working apart and technology. So I think we wanted to take a minute to come together, acknowledge that and just be us for a second. Yeah. Kind of give you an insight to what we've been going through, what's going on with us. And also to let you know, I'm sure you're probably going through all the same shit. So (laughs) yeah, I think everyone I've talked to has been either well, moving for mm-hmm. sure, trying to get a pet or adopt a dog. COVID is ruining all of my big plans. All of my <laughs> big plans. I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to make fun of this very, very serious situation. But we have been in North Carolina and we definitely want a home here. My family's here. It's gorgeous on the water. The weather's amazing. So we have been looking like crazy people to find a home as Brittany has been looking to find a home. And we both yeah. are in the same situation where, and I'm sure all of you are going through this, where you find something, a realtor contacts you. If you do not go within the next two hours with an offer in hand, you are not getting the house. Yeah. It's literally hunger games for houses and hunger games for, I've never tried to make more friends with realtors in my life. (laughs) And I feel like we literally had an experience where, and, and also we both, thought we would never be moving out of the city yeah, and love the city so much. I mean, I've been in and out every single week, but I did know that eventually I would want to be a little bit closer to my family. I would want some space and always considered possibly moving out to Connecticut to be closer to them if that was allowed to do because prices here for a shack are absolutely insane. Crazy. To buy. Yeah. And then it's just everybody and their moms wants to move into a rental and get out just because they don't know what the fall is going to be like. So that was literally our experience. I think it was two weeks ago where a house came on Zillow. We saw it immediately we knew it was our style. We were like, Oh my gosh, like this is us. It was newly redone, all the things, whatever. We contacted the woman. It was 1130 at night. At 1145, she responded back to us. It had only been on for 15 minutes on Zillow. 
She said, thank you so much. We didn't know it was the owner of the home at the time. We oh, thought it was the realtor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, I'm a big proponent of contacting. Even if you do have a realtor, I, I know that kind of is a double-edged sword because if you're buying a home, you want to have someone advocate for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, contacted her. She got back within 15 minutes. We already have three couples um, coming tomorrow, but you can come at 420 if you'd like. Wasn't it your granddad's funeral? That was in two days after that. Yep. But I did have a a TSV on QVC that day. So there were spurts of where I knew I was going to be on and going to be on live TV. So I was like, all right, like 420 works. I'm back on the next two hours. We went over there, Bevan. There were five other girls circling with their masks on, like staring at me. I felt like I was on The Bachelor. (laughs) I was like, this (laughs) scariest moment. They were glaring at me glaring at me through the masks like you can tell people's eyes yeah luckily ryan came with which i do believe set us apart a little bit in the fact that we you know i somehow got him off of his chair i was like we got to go together wait let's explain why really they probably were feeling more inclined to help you guys out why because you are pregnant oh (laughs) Okay. Yes, that too. So that was another thing that we have not had a chance to talk about personally as well. So yeah, we're five months pregnant right now. (laughs) I've named this baby Lucinda. (laughs) Bevan thinks it's a girl. So I actually don't think it's a girl. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. We have, we're, we don't know. We're, we haven't found out. We're not going to find out. We're going to be surprised. Which makes me but so I, angry. Like, I I know that this is something, this is not about me, but I want to know. <laughs> and I'm so mad at you. You won't tell me name options or the sex of the baby. I, we don't know the sex of the baby. Well, you can find I out. Just, <laughs> we could. We, when we were at our anatomy scan, they were like, all right, now you got to look away. You got to look away. And my mom, believes that that was a ploy because they should just say that to everybody's and then ryan's like what does that mean it's a boy like because they don't want us to see certain things and you waited a really really long time to tell me about this i did because i was and i understand you yeah for all of you that listened and for those that have gone through similar experiences it's nerve-wracking and it's like it's nerve-wracking to this day but i am feeling more comfortable and i still before every appointment get a little bit of like just a little anxiety and I'm not a very anxious person, but I just get a little nervous and I have heard stories and things and I try to block those out as much as possible. But it is, it's a normal thing to say, you know, I'm a little scared yeah. to go into this and having heard those words before when I had thought our first baby was healthy. So, but I am really trying to continue with the mantra of celebrating all the known things that's good. Yeah. And just I've got this bump now. She didn't notice that I was pregnant. So I was like, all right. No, <laughs> I, was like, I saw you. I didn't. I will. I've only seen you via Zoom. And then I saw you in person and I was like, mm. and it wasn't because you had a bump. It was just because you were wearing sweatshirts and stuff around me, which is normal. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I'm in a sweatshirt right now. But yeah, I've been bracing all growing and that definitely helped us, that factor. We really played into the pregnancy factor. Yeah. And the fact that my family is very close. So with working, that's going to help. And also for all of you out there that does meet an owner and does meet, you know, a realtor, I said, do you mind taking a few minutes away? Could we go downstairs and separate from the pack? Literally on The Bachelor. I was like- Wait, the people were there as you were looking inside the house? Yes, 
Yes, oh. people were viewing the home. That's other, not other girls. Kosher? No, it was semi like an open house, but because I think there was so much interest, mm-hmm. there was just so many people. Yeah. So I was like, we need to separate this. We need to separate the owner. We need to really get in front of her. I can't talk in front of all these people. <laughs> so we were like, do you mind going downstairs to the basement? And Good could tactic. we have a little bit of a conversation? And, and we'd love to learn more about the house and about you. And so she came down to the basement and we talked and we walked away and we were like, oh my gosh, we're never going to get this. We're never going to get it. This is just too good to be true. And she emailed us that night and said, you know, we'd love for you guys to to be our, really our tenants because for right now, we're going to lease and just Smart. until we know where Ryan's going and, and know where our next step is and work-wise, the city as well. So I think it's for us right now, the best step, which means that we are Definitely going to be separate, which is yeah, <laughs> definitely new for I sure. Know. But look, life moves in different directions. We knew that there was going to be a day where you've always wanted kids. And I knew that that one bedroom apartment wasn't going to continue to work anymore. No, definitely not. If you live in New York and you know, yeah, putting a baby and all the baby stuff in your living room is not going to suffice. With you your boxes? Stay, no. With all my crap. Yeah, with all my crap. And the the goal of this house is to keep all my shit out of the way. So that's like just having storage in and of itself is is amazing. And we're already starting to like do decorating plans. And this our rental owners is a reupholsterer. Oh, so he's amazing. gonna help reupholster furniture. I know. So that's so lucky. Yeah. Wait, do you think that this whole experience of COVID expedited your move out of the city? Like you know, I think you always thought you were going to move into like a two bedroom first or something. Yeah, we would. We never thought we were moving out of the city. We were looking into Williamsburg and Park Slope just for more space because when I'm not traveling and when we're not working on this, I technically always used to work from this lounge in our building that we would take over and mm-hmm. people would be like, who are these wackos <laughs> with like all these boxes and racks and all these things? And so a third bedroom would essentially have been my office. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, it's just, I love New York City so much. I love being there. We got to spend a lot of the times over the summer on weekends and stuff when we would come back in. And that apartment was like a little sanctuary. And and yes, it was small, but when we moved in, we thought it was a palace. Yeah. We thought it was a palace. And it just made everything even more sweeter when we had you guys next door. It was like, we can never move. We can't move now. Yeah. I mean, we'll be separate. So it was like, that's why we're trying to really find properties that are big enough for the both of us. Yeah. And we- both move in together. Um, I've already decided I'm, first of all, coming on in. I'm your full-time babysitter. You know, it's interesting because I think that all these things that I was so terrified of changing or giving up or leaving the city for as long as I've been out of the city, you know, they were so scary to think about. And through this COVID experience, I went ahead and made some of those big choices and I've been out of the city and I'm away from you. And as much as I miss you, it's like we've still found a way to make all this work and it's not as scary. So it kind of gives me, you know, a little bit of the silver lining in this is, you know, a being able to spend more time with family. I'll never get that back. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there'll be another time in life that we get that amount of time with our family. And then B, every choice you make is not your last. Right. So make one, leave the city for a minute it's always there. We can always come back to it. And you and I are always going to make this work. Oh yeah. And I will never, no matter what we do, no matter where we go, 
our friendship is at the forefront of everything. So I always know that I'll be connected to you no matter what. So that helped me in a sense. But I will say, and I don't know what you're doing next. Like I know we've, I've tried to ask you every single day. I'm like, what's your plan? What are you doing? <laughs> and I've been so grateful because even though you had some of the apartment when we were here in Connecticut in the beginning stages of COVID while Saved we were me. moving, we had to work. We had to sit at Bevan's table. Ryan was taking conference calls. As well, I'm glad somebody's like, used it in the past six months because <laughs> we've been paying for it. <laughs> it, was, it was our saving grace. We were like, oh my gosh, if we didn't have, like I had my jewelry on your table basically just because I want it to be protected. But totally. I was just like, at least I know. And it's just so funny. Like every time I come in, they're like, yep, here's Bevan's apartment. Here's your keys, et cetera. Because we're like, I'm like the mailman, you know, just making sure that all of our boxes are situated. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it has given us a big sense of of the worth of family and being near. And you have always said that. You have Mm -hmm. always said, you know, I miss my sister. I miss my mom. I miss, you know, being around that. And then giving you the chance of being near the beach and the water and what you you absolutely love and some of your closest friends mm-hmm. you've grown up with. So yeah, I mean, I'm you know where we lived in New York, we had a view of the water, which was awesome. Yes. But there's like something to me. I need it close by, and it makes me feel so much calmer. I didn't realize, I think pre-COVID, how much I was running myself into the ground, how frazzled I was how anxious I was, how I was taking on everything I possibly could, but not really giving any of it my full attention and effort, you know, because I had too much and I was spread too thin. Yeah. And being able to see the water and have dinner with my parents on a Tuesday, like it's really changed my mindset. I feel like a different human being able to sleep a little bit more, teaching so many classes and running myself physically and mentally into the ground. Like I was not in a good place. Yes. And we have had so many conversations about, you know, your next steps and the progression because you do have such an avid following. People are like, where's Beth? And they miss you, which I'm sure has been hard for you to kind of see every day and and, and know that, but also know that, and we're not going to talk about it necessarily, but some of the things that you're working on that you've been talking about to me for years. Yeah. I'm very excited. Soon we'll be able to share some information on it, but it's all coming together. And there's so much to be done in like a day. It's very scary though. It doesn't, but it, like you've always said, it doesn't happen overnight. And just as you built your following with soul, because I never, I came to you when I I was like, you were wheeling in bikes because (laughs) no one could get into your class. And I was like, oh my God, who is this? My neighbor? Like, what is this girl? I was like, what is happening right now? So I didn't really realize that. And you told me, you're like, but Brittany, I started with 10 people in class. Not even. I was like, oh my, I wish I was your friend at the time because I would have had everybody come. (laughs) But I was like, I had, I couldn't fathom that because I always experienced full capacity craziness every single time. And I always say it's just so amazing to watch. So I know that whatever you built from that, that didn't happen overnight, like you told me. So whatever you're working on and building right now, I know the same. And I know that whatever you do and put your mind to, Sometimes, you know, go a little, little slower, but it gets, it gets there <laughs> yeah. because of you, you know, questioning, 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 questioning. Here's the thing I've decided about this new exciting thing that I've been working on that we will talk about soon mm-hmm. is that ultimately I'm taking some big risk and the worst case scenario. And I, I just, I, not the worst case scenario. What I firmly believe in my gut is that when you take chances and you push yourself and you try something new 
it's going to lead you somewhere else. So maybe the idea of quote unquote success in terms of what I'm getting ready to do, it may not actually work out. However, I firmly believe that everything that I've learned and I'm learning and I'm going through right now is going to lead me to something else, something new and even more growth. So we are jumping in the water. And it's not like you have don't have a whole education to turn back on and yeah. a skill set to turn back on. I've been, you know, I've worked with now at QVC. It's been two brands, mm-hmm. you know, in a span of how many years? And or three. Well, three. I'm still with the two, but yeah. no, I'm saying two brands prior to the brand I came Oh, with. gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. So yeah. And I could have always thought it was the end all be all of like never getting a job again. But had it not been for those other two jobs, I would never be with the company that I'm yeah. with now. Plug for Berkshire Blanket. Berkshire um, Blanket. <laughs> cozy, cute, and a great luxurious. host. Yes. Yes. But I'm telling you, and and nowhere near what I was doing with my the other brands would it have prepared me to be with this brand because mm-hmm. this brand is so it's crazy. You know, it's, it's anything unlike I've ever done. It's been all weekend, all night. And in a very short period, their season is July through December. That's it. And a shit ton of airings. So it's like, whoa. And I was like, oh, wow. I, they said that this was the case, but I didn't really realize this was the case yeah. until you're in it. But because of those other times where I moved from different brands, it, that's what prepared me to be with this brand. And hopefully, knock on wood, I continue, you know, because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you're doing great. Thanks, babe. But I, I'm with you on that because of, of the prior experiences. So very exciting to know and can't wait to talk about certain things that are happening with you because I think it would be awesome to show some of the stages. Um, and also, I, know- I was going to say, if anybody knows of a golden retriever breeder that doesn't have a wait list until late 2021, <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it. Stop. <laughs> so the I, dog is definitely on the... On the <laughs> I can't definitely. get one. It's amazing. But how did your, how did Kendra get one? Well, she got really lucky. So their breeder that they, she was on like a wait list and then there was an extra dog. And so they got bumped up and I've been on the phone with three breeders in the past like three weeks. And (laughs) one basically was like, don't even try. We'll see you in 2022. And I was like, but I want this one. (laughs) Another one was like, call me back in three weeks and then I'll be able to see if you're still interested. And another one was like, yeah, yeah, just put your name on the wait list, send me a check. And I was like, you don't need to know anything about me, who I am, how much I love animals, what I expect to do with this dog. References. Yeah. I was like, you don't need, yeah, most of them need references. And they were like, nope, nope, just put it on. I was like, she's not for me. That's not the kind of person I would want to purchase a dog for. Got you. Yeah. And so then also during this experience, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but has your mind or your outlook changed anything all about possibly expanding your family? Uh, You know, my mind or my outlook, I wouldn't say has really changed. I think Mm -hmm. that I want to keep the option open as much as I can. So I'm talking with a doctor in like a week to talk about the process of freezing embryos. Okay. So I think that is kind of like the best scenario for us. You know, like I can't see it right now. I I still can't imagine, but I'm 38. Like people are like, if you are going to do this, you need to do this now. And, you know, I thought about freezing and I was like, you know, what if we just even went ahead and tried in the next year and we got really, really lucky? Yeah. What if we want a second? Then I'm 41, 42. So it's like, we might need those no matter what. 
Totally. The reason why I ask is really selfish in a couple of reasons, because <laughs> it's just really to go with, to go through this whole process together with you, have this whole process, I know. be able to like go off of each other. I feel so lucky for some of my girlfriends right now, because all these things I have nowhere to, like everyone's asking me about certain things and I have no idea. They're like, you definitely need to get the outlet. I'm like, what the What's hell that? is the outlet? What are these things to get? I have no idea. It's a tracker for the breathing and everything that you, the baby wears on your foot on its foot. I had no idea what this wow. thing was. So the technology is absurd. So that's selfishly really why I wanted to ask you. <laughs> and then also <laughs> to go through it together. No. And then I also know you had been considering these things and just talking about it. And I think it's a real thing to, to look at what you want and also go through the process. And we've always been so authentic about everything that we've been going through and stuff. So it's very relatable with, I feel like a lot of people being like, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Yeah. It feels also really, I mean, it's just so privileged to even have the option of like thinking about freezing embryos and I'm, I'm well aware of that. And I, (laughs) this is so hard to talk about because it's like, it's tough. I, I have such conflicting emotions on it. Like one day I'm like, I want a full house. I want, you know, all these things. And then, but the idea of, it's like, I feel like I waited too long and the reality of what a child would be is too present in my mind, the day to day of it. Like that does not sound fun to me at all. It's very scary. And I'm extremely scared by it because I'm, I'm really scared by how it's going to affect my work and <laughs> how <laughs> just being honest, I'm just really being honest. I really am nervous about and people are like, well, yeah, you know, and this is when time comes and, and you realize what's more important and you realize what you put into your timetables. And I'm like, fuck that. I have no idea what it's going to yeah. make sense to me because that's never been my nature. So it's interesting to think about all that stuff, but I'm very scared with it. And I know everyone does it and I know everyone gets by, but it's the day to day does really scare me too. And kind of getting into that process and and understanding it. Plus like, I think my mom and I have a very conflicting opinion and so grateful for how we were raised. It was just a little bit of the gender roles were very defined Mm -hmm. and you and I are very independent women and we've always been that way and have defined our own careers and made our money and everything else on our own. So it's just interesting to see how these roles switch. And then also, yeah, I I get the whole scary part, but I also have learned, I've heard from a lot of people that it's like with every week, things magically get better. Mm. And these are from the people that know and have never grown up in big families yeah. and have never held newborns and lo- like things like that. Like that's you know? like me. I'm, I would be like, what, what do I do with this peanut? <laughs> you wouldn't, I, I really do. You have a motherly, you do have a motherly instinct with because I see dogs. dogs. <laughs> that's it. So if you can be that great to a puppy and that loving to a puppy. I mean, guys, if, when a puppy comes into the room, Bevan is, it's like, forget it. Like you're not, you're not even going to really get her anymore for the rest of the day. She's just going to be, yeah. So you're going to be the best mom though. Like the thing is, is that you're incredibly organized. You're, you live the things that you preach, which is really cool to watch. And I think that's how you teach children. And I think that's how you raise am- amazing children and you're caring and loving and just so giving to everyone in your life. You have just so much love to give. I'm so excited to watch you push it, put it into a push a be- it out, <laughs> push it out and put it into a beautiful baby. That's going to make this world better. I really believe it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, 
we're very excited. And I think it's, yeah, I also think hopefully like, you know, we're, we're very adults and the fact that we teach by example, things like that, you know, you just don't want to, you want the kid to be a part of all of the adult things too. Like, I don't want to lose that. And for me, it's like, yeah, traveling. Yeah. Like (laughs) I'd like to go on a trip and I, kid has to know how to travel and and come along and that's Mm -hmm. what it's going to be. Pack your bag, like things like that. So we'll see, obviously as things progress, it's going to be interesting, but I do really appreciate your support through all this process. And and it's just been, it's been a whirlwind, but I also really, I'm trying to embrace it all. My body's getting bigger and but I'm like great with it. Like, but it's I'm like being... you have the cutest bump. <laughs> you're not like to the point where like your nose starts to change. And we've seen it when it happens. Like sometimes people get to that last part of pregnancy and it's like so much weight. Like your whole face shifts a little bit. <laughs> My friend Odie's feet were literally like they were trucks. I didn't even know. I was like, send me photos. The tiniest person. Tiniest human on the planet and had oh. feet that were terrifying. Well, we don't know what's going to happen I in can't the next wait. four months. So I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> We don't know what's going to happen. The only thing I've been so happy about is I actually have boobs for the first time in my life. So that's been really fun. Brittany's sending me Marcos, like Marco Polo's, the app where you video each other and you video yourself and send messages. And she'll send me these Marcos of just like, look at my boobs. And I'm like, that's great. Congrats. On like a random weekday. Just like on a Tuesday. Good morning. Look at my boobs. Yep. Well, that's because, yeah, who loves clothes? No, (laughs) Positives. Positives of pregnancy. Really positives. You've never had that problem. So I'm just excited (laughs) to embrace Literally going to fall over if I get pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, so that's what I guess that's really... Are we missing anything that has kind of been going on with us except the fact that throughout this whole process, we've really put a lot of emphasis into the relaunch of Be My Neighbor. Yeah. And we could not be happier that y'all have been really just listening and supporting. And we've seen all of our numbers go up each week, which is when you're in the process, it's you kind of lose sight of that. So to see those numbers, it is a little bit comforting to know, all right, well, actually you guys are listening and and supporting and just to see your messages and stuff from everyone and sending concepts. I love the other day I was on the phone with a work colleague and she was like, my girlfriends and I just spent the last 45 minutes talking about be my neighbor concepts. I'm like, that's like that's amazing. She and she sent me another text this morning about like voting and relationships and stuff. She said, "Can I just send you topics that we're?" T-? I'm like, "Please send away." And that makes makes us feel so so yeah. good just to receive those messages. We want to talk about everything with you guys, yeah. so please keep sending all that stuff in and let us know what you want to hear and what's important to you right now and what you're dealing with and. Also give you a little bit of a break from maybe everything that's going on in the world. That yes. for me is like. That's one of the things that's so nice to sit down and to do this with you. It feels like for a second, there's a bit of normalcy and we can step away from the loud noise. Oh, and the guests that we have coming up to are so, I, I just, I haven't felt this passionate about talking to people and and learning their stories. And I, I know we have Amy Stark, who's, I mean, the unreal. Real. I can't like, stop thinking about it. Me too. I've been and researching was, tapping and like... I was so hormonal. I was like crying throughout <laughs> most of the episode I because I don't know what she was reaching into or where she was getting into. I like It was insane. My computer kept zoning out. Well, actually, it was our other neighbor's computer. Thank God for her because I forgot. Save the day. 
save the day, the charger, whatever. But yeah, I'm just, we've also have incredible conversations regarding, you know, if you guys have listened to the trending topics around dieting, job stuff, finding a new job, really just wanting to make sure you're taking away tangible aspects from each episode. And if you'd like us to expand on any of those things too, like that's just huge for us. And we also are going to revisit a lot of, you know, for all of you new listeners and our new neighbors on the Tuesday tea, what we have covered in the past, essentially. So some of our favorite aspects that we've covered from guests like Nicole Lappin, Carolina Bermudez, Daniil Ackles that we had on way in the beginning like, for us. She was our first guest. <laughs> I know. Sweet and she was Zero. so incredible. And yeah. like you forget how amazing it was. So we're going to start doing that every Tuesday and just kind of give a, a throwback. If you guys want to jump on those episodes, try not to listen to the first one Bev and I recorded together because that was just... I think. <laughs> Do you remember how many times yeah. we recorded it? Like four, because the first time we wrote such a really intense script, we were like, we don't because, you know, Brittany and I both have just always memorized lines and and been incredibly prepared. So we scripted out the entire thing and we recorded it on the bed and we sounded like the women from SNL. We were like, hi, Brittany. I'm Bevan. I'm Brittany. Welcome to be my neighbor. It was was so quiet and like soft-spoken. And we were both like kind of holding back, not kind of holding back, definitely holding back all of our personality. It was awful. And then we tried it without a script and that was a shit show. (laughs) Yeah. And for anyone that has launched a podcast, you know, it takes a while to get into this new mode of the microphone. I couldn't even speak into a microphone. You're like, Brittany, get on the mic. What are you doing? (laughs) You are back here. I, I, was I was like, so eat it, back. eat it. Exactly. It, well, experience with that. But no, <laughs> I was so far back. I didn't know what I was doing because normally I have the little, you know, mic up on my t-shirt, whatever. So it just took a while to get into the rhythm and it is harder. It's a new outlet. And everyone that I've talked to this launch a podcast has been in the same boat. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But with the Tuesday tea, you will get that. And yeah, I think there's just going to be some new interesting things to come with Bevan. We're trying, I'm really trying to get her to do something with all of the neighbors. We'll see if we can get her expertise together. We're working um, on it. Yep. And then, yeah, just kind of following this process of pregnancy and moving and, and all oh, the things. I'm so, studying yeah. Pilates right now. And Pilates. Yes. Yeah. Pilates well, training. Here's what I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you sign up for a class like this, like you have to learn anatomy. Science is not my thing, Brittany. The first two weeks, I was like, I just wasted a bunch of money. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this. It's starting to sink in a little bit now. It's going to just take some time for me. But I was totally off my rocker. I felt so incredibly uncomfortable. Like, I just had no clue. But we're learning a lot more about the body. So I can kind of put into actual words with some sort of real knowledge the things I think I fundamentally understand about the body to begin with. So very exciting. I have seen Bevan with those science books. And I'm like, I just turn away basically. Or the last time I saw you with the book was when I was like, nutrition. Uh, you should shut that and we should start the, a podcast. And that's exactly like, what right. happened. And I that's never finished happened. that chapter. I closed it and here we are. Yep. She was trying to really be so diligent. And I found her in the little lounge in our building. And I'm like, this is it. We've got to really, really get in there. Now. Time to She's move. Like, All right. I was like, let's go. Here we go. So, 50 episodes later, here we are. Here we are. Best decision I've ever made. Same. 
All right. Well, we'll continue on. And like we said, if you guys could please let us know if there are topics that speak out to you, we would love to hear your reviews. If you could slap us a five star, that would be great. Get it to us. Um, Yeah. Comment, subscribe, and we can't wait to see you all soon and talk to you guys. Bye. Bye.